welcome to this episode of the Anchored by the Sword podcast. I cannot wait for you to hear the freedom story of the individual on today's episode. I pray that you will glean something from their stories and that something they would say would help you in your journey with God. Thanks for joining us today and let's roll. Hey everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Anchored by the Sword podcast. I'm Gina, and I just want to come on here for a few moments and talk to you about how important this week is for us as Christians. This is the Holy Week. This is the week where Jesus came into Jerusalem on a donkey on Palm Sunday, and he rose the following Sunday, defeating death. It was a crazy week. It started with Jesus coming in on a donkey with everyone waving palms and putting clothes down on the ground and that he was riding the donkey over to cleaning out the temple, flipping tables, getting mad, seeing how they were treating the temple as a den of thieves to everything in between. And then we come to Thursday, which some call Monday Thursday. This is the day where the Last Supper occurred. This is the day where the foot washing of the disciples came in. This is where there was also a prayer vigil where the disciples, a few select ones, got to hear or be in the area where Jesus was praying in Gethsemane. Now this day was one that was met with great enthusiasm to be able to have this dinner with Jesus to despair because it was at this dinner where the other disciples found out what Judas's plans were because Jesus did not try and hold him back. He told him to do what he was told to do and Satan had told Judas that he was to betray Jesus. Now, can you imagine being the one sitting at that table with Jesus, watching this exchange between him and Judas, and just going, what is going on here? He's actually going to betray the one he has been with for three years, the one he's been doing ministry with, the one he's been watching healings take place, the one who he's been teaching in the temples with. How can he betray him? especially over money. Now, y'all, the one thing I want to talk to you about is, have you done the same thing? I know I have. I've betrayed Jesus over many smaller things than money. And my story will be told at some point here coming up in the next couple months. But if you look at yourself, you can see the areas in which you let the world and you let yourself get in the way of your relationship with Jesus. It could have been sex. It could have been drugs. It could have been relationships. It could have been drinking. Any number of things that could have come about that you placed before your relationship with Jesus. Now, saying that, are we all perfect? No. Do we mess up? Yes, we all do. We all mess up. But That's where the story continues. So let's go on. 
Good Friday comes about. Now, Good Friday is also a day that's met with a lot of sadness and some anger and betrayal because this is the day that Judas comes and betrays Jesus with a kiss. That is where you hear about the kiss of death. That is also where you hear about Judas's kiss when you hear different songs. Now, Peter, the disciple that I know I can relate to on so many different levels, he is mad. He has been walking with Jesus, and now he is watching Judas, one of his brothers, kiss Jesus, giving him to these people that are coming for him. And he gets mad. He grabs a sword, and he cuts the guy's ear off. Now, I have been known to be defensive over my friends. I have also been known to be a warrior. I haven't cut anybody's ear off. I may have taken a few ears off, if you want to say that. But he actually cuts the guy's ear off. And what does Jesus do? He doesn't stand there and say, good job, man. That's awesome. That's what I want you to do. No, he rebukes him. And then he puts the guy's ear back on. So these guys that are coming to get him, Jesus is still healing them right in front of them. And still they take him. So then, you know, we've got the beatings that take place. I mean, you can read the gospels about all of that. You can read in Isaiah where it talks about the suffering servant. And that's where the prophecy of Jesus comes in. One of the places. There's many places, but 53 is very descriptive. And so we have the beatings, the scourging, the carrying the cross for miles up a hill to Golgotha. We've got the, you know, the nailing of his hands and feet. We've got the crown of thorns on his head, the sign that says the king of the Jews over his head. And here we are. Jesus is dying on the cross. I know that hearing that stuff and if you've ever watched The Passion of the Christ, seeing those things in great detail can cause you distress. It can hurt your heart to see what Jesus did. And you know what? It hurt God's heart too. God didn't want his son to die that way, but he knew in order for all of us to be able to have the freedom in our life, from our sin, from our shame, from our past, that this is what needed to happen. Jesus needed to go to the cross for us. And on that cross, for those hours and hours, he bore every sin and shame that we would ever have. He had been through everything that we would ever been through. He was tempted by everything that we have been tempted by, and yet he stayed true. So he that without sin died for us, who had sin. Now, I don't know about you, but that gets me. Because I know the things I've done, and to know that somebody died for me. God knew me from before I was created. He created me to be here for this time, to be from the family that I'm from, and to be doing what I'm doing right now. Those are one of his promises. But I would not be here, and you would not be here, if it was not for the freedom that Jesus died for. So when you think about that, 
that's the greatest freedom story that has ever been told or that will ever be told because that is where freedom begins. If it wasn't for Jesus, we wouldn't have the freedom. 2 Corinthians 3, 16 through 18 says, But whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We all with unveiled faces are looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord and are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. This is from the Lord who is the Spirit. I mean, that's awesome. I just love hearing that the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of Jesus that is in us when we accept him, is now giving us this freedom. Now I want to go over real quick just the story, just a quick overview of one of my favorite stories of the day that Jesus died. Those two men that were crucified with him. This is to told in Luke 23, 39 through 43. You've got the one who is heckling him, who's like, Jesus, you said all these things. And if you are who you say you are, get us all off this these crosses and let us continue on with whatever we are doing. Well, the other guy looks at Jesus and says, you know what? We are here for a reason. This man did nothing, yet he is on the cross with us. Jesus, will you remember me in your kingdom? When I go, will you remember me? And Jesus shows us instant freedom because of repentance. We, this gentleman received instant forgiveness, instant grace. When Jesus says, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. That, my friends, is what freedom, grace, mercy, forgiveness is all about. But in order to do that, we have to start with the repentance. It's not a one and done. Because we still have things to repent for every day. But it starts with one step. It starts with saying, Jesus, you know what? I messed up. And I need some help because I cannot do this. I cannot do this life. I cannot make my next step without you. So I'm going to pray with you. If you have not accepted Jesus into your life, if you have not repented and you have not said, God, I want to do what you have for me to do. I want to be rid of the sin, the shame, and I want to start the work that comes from freedom. Because there is work, y'all. The repentance is the easy part. The salvation is for here, for it's a free gift. But you know what? There are things from your past or things that are going on presently that you still need to work through. There's God's work, which is the salvation and what he sent Jesus to do. And then there's our work. That is the daily reading of our Bibles. That is the daily of praying. Sometimes that includes counseling. Sometimes that includes other classes, like when Stephanie Libertor and I spoke about House of Hope in episode two, there is other steps that need to be taken. And God will lead you on your individual journey. But again, it starts with one step, one prayer, one moment. And then it comes out of Romans 10. Starting in verse nine, it says, If you confess with your mouth 
Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. One believes with the heart, resulting in righteousness, and one confesses with the mouth, resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, everyone who believes on him will not be put to shame. Amen. Hallelujah. Since there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, because the same Lord of all riches richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It does not just say everyone who is white, everyone who is black, everyone who is brown, everyone who is whatever, male, female. It says everyone, everybody who calls on the name of Jesus will be saved. So pray with me. God, I confess that I am a sinner and that I need a savior. I thank you for what Jesus did on the cross, for what you sent him to do so that I can have a new life, so that I can become a new person and have true freedom. I repent of my sins and I turn to you. Jesus, come into my life, live into me, inside of me, and guide me each and every day. I give this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, first, congratulations. Welcome to the family. We are so excited to have you here. I just, there are angels cheering in heaven right now for you. There are people doing a dance that you may be able to hear their steps coming from heaven. <laughs> it's awesome. Thank you. I'm so excited for you. That's your first step. If you want to, if you have any questions or want to contact me, you can email me at gina at anchoredbythesword.org. The next step I would encourage you with is to find some good Christian friends along with a good Bible teaching church. So that, that way you can get encouraged and you can get taught and you can start your journey because now you're on the journey that will lead to the greatest ending. The final step of that freedom was the day Jesus came up after he died, defeated hell, and rose again. Thanks be to God that all of that happened, that Jesus defeated death and hell. Is there suffering on this earth? Absolutely. Are we going to have like a coast through and have an easy time? No. God never promised us that. But what he did promise is that he would always be with us and that we would not have to deal with certain aspects of death and hell because Jesus defeated it for us. Let that be another encouragement to you today. Have a wonderful Easter. Have a wonderful time with your family, with your church, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, make sure you hit the subscribe button in your favorite app so that way you don't miss an episode. And also while you're at it, if you could leave a five-star review so that other people can find this podcast. Now go out and live your God-given freedom story today. Talk to you soon.